Well, good day to you and welcome to another day of these podcast audio devotions. I am Steve Rhodes and I serve as pastor at Bethel Friends Church in Poland, Ohio, outside Youngstown, Ohio. And uh, I aim to take us through a chapter of the Bible a day, Old Testament one day, New Testament another. And I aim to add a little bit of explanation and application. I try to keep them brief. So if you have any questions, let me know. We're in Deuteronomy 14. And remember, God is calling out a people separate, a separate people. And now we see clean and unclean animals, dietary laws. Some of these could have to do with health, um, though it could also just being that, that God is calling them to be a separate people, a separate people, different than the others. Um, let's jump in here. Deuteronomy 14. Moses is telling them, he's giving them this, this instruction, these speeches, sermons before they enter the promised land. You are the sons of the Lord your God. You shall not cut yourselves nor shave your forehead for the sake of the dead. They are not to be like the pagans of the land. Continuing verse 2. For you are a holy people. Holy means set apart. You are a holy people to the Lord your God. And the Lord has chosen you to be a people for his own possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. You are not... You shall not, you shall not eat any detestable thing. These are the animals which you may eat, the ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, the gazelle, the roebuck, the wild goat, the ibex, the antelope, and the mountain sheep. By the way, some of these um, terms are hard to translate from the Hebrew, so it's, it, it may not be the exact correct word for today's day and age. Verse 6, any animal that divides the hoof and has the hoof split in two and chews the cud among the animals that you may eat. Nevertheless, you're not to eat of these among those which chew the cud or among those that divide the hoof in two, the camel and the rabbit and the shafan, for they chew the cud and they do not divide the hoof. They are unclean for you. The pig, because it divides the hoof, but does not chew the cud. It is unclean for you. You shall not eat any of their flesh nor touch their carcass. Now, again, in the Old Testament, we have civil law, ceremonial law, and religious law. Now, ceremonial law falls a little bit under religious law, but we have civil law. That's civilization. Okay, we have ceremonial law. That has to do with religious ceremony. You have religious law or kind of spiritual law. Okay, and we see a little bit here of civilization laws as well as some, some maybe religious, religious spiritual laws. Uh, verse 9, these you may eat of all that are in the water. Anything that has fins and scales you may eat. But anything that does not have fins and scales you shall not eat. It is unclean for you. You may eat any unclean bird. Uh, but these are the ones which you shall not eat. The eagle and the vulture and the buzzard. You know, again, eagle could mean vulture. A buzzard could mean, in of itself, black vulture. And the red kite and the falcon and the kite and their kinds and every raven and its kind and the ostrich, the owl, the seagull and the hawks and their kind. The little owl, the great owl, the white owl, the pelican, the carrion vulture, the cormorant, the stork and the heron and their kinds and the hoopy and the bat and all the teeming life with, with, with wings are unclean to you. They shall not be eaten. You may eat any clean bird. You shall not eat anything which dies of itself. You may give it to the alien. That's a stranger who is in your town, so that he may eat it. Or, or, or you may sell it to a foreigner. For you are a holy people. Again, that means a set-apart people. You are holy, set-apart to the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in his mother's milk. People question exactly what that means. It might be just something the pagan people of the land did. God is calling them to be set-apart, holy, sacred. You shall surely tithe. That means give a 10% of all the produce from what you sow, which comes out of the field every year. You shall not eat in the presence of the Lord your God at the place where he chooses. Uh, I'm sorry, verse 23. Let me start over. You shall eat, not shall not. You shall. You shall eat in the presence of the Lord your God at the place where he chooses to establish his name. The tithe of your grain, your new wine, your oil, and the firstborn of your herd and your flock, so that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. If, if the distance is so great for you that you're not able to bring the tithe, that's the offering, since the place where the Lord your God chooses to set his name is too far away from you, when the Lord your God blesses you, 
Then you shall exchange it for money and bind the money in your hand and go to the place which the Lord your God chooses. You may spend the money for whatever your heart desires, for oxen or sheep or wine or strong drink, or whatever your heart desires. And there you shall eat in the presence of the Lord your God and rejoice, you and your household. Also, you Sorry, interruption, a phone call. Verse 27, also you shall not, you shall not neglect the Levite who is in your town, for he has no portion or inheritance among you. At the end of every third year, you shall bring out all the tithe of your produce in that year. You shall deposit it in your town. The Levite, because he has no portion or inheritance among you, and the alien, that's a stranger, the orphan and the widow who are, who, who are in your town shall come and eat and be satisfied in order that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. All right, remember the Levite is the priestly tribe, and they're to care for them. Also in the Old Testament, we always see God wanting to care for the stranger and the orphan and the widow. God always wants to care for the vulnerable and the hurting. God loves them and cares about them. And, and, and some of the end of that passage had to do with God setting up a city. Remember, it'll be Shiloh and then later Jerusalem where the temple is. And if it's too far for them to travel with their livestock, with their offerings to the temple, then it's okay for them to, 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 to use money to buy the sacrifices in the area where they make the sacrifices. The Israelites would fail, but later on, God would send Jesus to die on the cross for our sins and rise again. Worship him today. Have a good day in the Lord. God bless.